post loudness. Audio on the French. So I got to see an awesome corgi today. I love corgis. His name is Watson. And he was sniff- such a good day for a corgi. I know. And he was sniffing for clues. And he was just precious. And um Classic I'm Watson. I am I get very emotional attached to any animal that I meet. But like, I don't know, specifically dogs. I like I'm on the brink of crying every time I see a, a dog. Or actually crying. <laughs> or yeah, or actually just crying and bursting into tears. It's it's pretty bad. I think one of the first times I hung out with you was at Renegade and <laughs> I don't know if it was like one of the first, but like no. you were obsessed with this dog that was like named Lily or Violet or <laughs> Violet. Violet. Oh my god, yeah. it was Violet, it was a full dog. <laughs> And I remember, like, I think I left you guys. I was like, I gotta go. Because I, I went to the tent earlier in the day, and they're like, and it was a whole thing. Um, it was a, it's a, there's a, in Chicago, there is a foster um, program. Specifically One tail for, at a time. Specifically <laughs> for. Wait, is that right? Yeah, some, I don't know. Yeah, it was like some. Something, something along the lines, but it was specifically for bulldogs, and that is my dream dog. If I ever get a dog, I want a bulldog, and I want a foster bulldog because I want to make sure that I can actually handle the responsibility of a bulldog because they're very high maintenance. So um, they were saying, and I was asking, is there a bulldog here, like at the tent? And they're like, there will be one here at three o'clock. It's like noted. I like. <laughs> fucking put a reminder in my goddamn phone and i was like uh, for 10 minutes two three so i have enough time so at three o'clock i'm there already oh my god for this doll because that's how important animals we are had no idea where you went yeah i just like disappeared i think i told like james our friend james like hey so i'm gonna go see the dog now and i think james didn't forgot he's yeah like, like where's share and he's like where are you I'm like i'm at the dog thing like i, I like, told you i was gonna go be. get pizza right and i was like get pizza whatever but i want to see the dog like <laughs> and i saw the dog i like took like a million pictures it was a very intense thing oh my god i gave him like i think i had like cash on me whatever cash i had i just put it in the dog's like little pouch thing so i was like i just want to give you money because i love dogs and they let me hold them and it was awesome and precious and special so um yes dogs are the best um I highly, make sure rec- cry. <laughs> I highly recommend you get one if you can afford one or if you can or allow dogs in your am- in your house. But um yes, dogs. Yay, dogs. Dogs. The best. All right, let's talk about Gossip Girl. Why is she answering? Where is she answering? And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Gossip Girls. I'm S. And I'm C. And we are Gossip Girls. And we're going to talk about season one, episode 10. High society. High society. It's high, like the greeting, comma, society, which Mm -hmm. is a play on like high society. (laughs) Okay, obviously you got that. They're so clever. (laughs) They're they're so clever. Some of these these are plays on things like Blair Waldorf, Must Pie, Mm -hmm. 17 Candles. And then there's other ones that are just like Daredevil, Poison Ivy. Pilot. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is that they're parodies on. Some um, of them are not like, like the Handmaid's. Oh, I guess Handmaid's Tale is a thing. But mm-hmm. like Daredevil is not a Daredevil the movie. It's not a play on it though. It's the same thing. Well, Dare. Well, yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, so. and like Poison Ivy is like the same thing. Well, Poison Ivy is a movie. It's starring Andrew Barrymore. Yeah, but it's not a play on it. It's just Poison oh, Ivy. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So the Netflix description is: Serena has absolutely no intention of attending the upcoming debutante ball until her grandmother, Cece, announces that Serena must attend. Which is kind of sort of mm-hmm, what happens. What happens? And so, like, let's dig into it real quick. First off, Cece. Yeah, she's a new character. We have not met or even heard about Cece really. We, ref- we there's some references of her very vaguely early on in the series, but you never really actually think or see um, the grandmother until this episode. And it's a really great introduction because holy shit, she is the worst. She's so shitty, but also like kind of crazily brilliant and yeah. like super manipulative in like all the ways that you could think of when you think of you know. Um, the upper crust of New York elite. Like, she is old money as if nothing I have ever seen before. Sissy Rhodes is a socialite. She has been a socialite since forever, and she is used to being, you know, Queen Bee wherever she um, may reign. Ah, there is my magnificent granddaughter. Oh, hello, Mother. <laughs> Is there a bar in this place? <gasps> no. I should have known I had to ring the party myself. 
So, this must be Daniel. Dan, actually, Dan Humphrey, yeah. Hi. My granddaughter told me that you were delighted when she decided uh, not to make her debut this weekend. Yeah, go ahead, tell her what you think. Grandma loves honesty. It's okay. Your cartoons just seem antiquated to me. You know, a remnant of a different age. Well, do go on. <laughs> People spend all this money to have their daughters basically dance in front of others for attention. Uh, when, if you ask Serena, I bet she'd do that for you right now, free of charge. The cotillion teaches the good graces that women should always have in their arsenal. I think Serena's graces are pretty spectacular. <laughs> so they are. Oh, besides, Grandma, you haven't used your graces in a while anyway. <laughs> She's something. So it's really interesting to see this character and see like why Lily is the way she is. Yeah, because it's Lily's mother. Yeah, it's and, like, Lily's mom. Find out and it's Lily past. Right, and it's Lily Rhodes and the Rhodes that the Rhodes name and how that is still a very important, you know, predominant name in the New York elite. So yes. it's it's pretty intense. Yeah. Um, so this episode is about debutante season. It's debutante season in New York, which yes. is a thing. Oh, and yeah. they go to a thing called cotillion, which I had never heard that word before. Wait, I watched really? Girl. Yeah, like what the? F I still don't even know what cotillion means. I can tell you all about that because tell me about cotillion. Because uh, yours truly. Almost oh my god, share <laughs> um, no. Yes. Okay. So in a past life, um, Cher Vincent was not. I didn't. I Cher didn't. Vincent is totally a gossip girl name. <laughs> it totally is. But um, I. Um, I took etiquette classes oh and I God. went through all that, but I did not walk. I refused to walk because I, being a young 16-year-old girl, was saying, this is stupid. This is like me being paraded around for some man so I can be, you know, you know, um, essentially... Um, Your husband. Well, yeah, it's, it's, you know, presenting. That's what yeah. it is. You're presenting for you because it's saying she is now eligible, eligible to be married. Yeah, and so, so it's like off. your debut into yeah. society. You know who you sound like? Serena. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so Serena also does not want to go to the debutante ball. Yeah, and I did not go. My sister did. She she um, had a debutante, she had a debutante ball and all that stuff. She had what? a plan. Yeah. Like, what is, what is, who organizes cotillion? Um, like, depends. Is it a high school thing? No, no. And this is this is organized through a church and a woman's society that my aunt was a part of. Uh -huh. a part of here in Chicago, and um, yeah. So we had a whole thing. There's also a scholarship program, mm -hmm. which is um something that I dabbled in, but then um I thought about, it, but then I gotten really high scores and I was able to get like a full ride so I didn't have to worry about that too oh, much nice. so like that's why I was like oh fuck this I, have, I already have school for money money for school so fuck this so um I thought about it but I thought well it'd be good to like you know what etiquette is and I kind of went in with an trying to go into it with an open mind and I actually I'm glad that I went through etiquette classes and it's it's actually really fucked up and messed up but I also wanted to know more about it because I wanted to be educated and be able to like at least if I'm gonna make fun of it at least know about it and have like a fully formed hypothesis about it as opposed to like just like oh that's silly I wanted to like go in and know what like fork is and like shit like that yeah I, I learned about that because I was part of the Society of Women Engineers and they had us do an etiquette class like voluntarily obviously because mm -hmm. it was in college and we'd like learn about all the forks and stuff and I learned you're supposed to eat from using your utensils from the outside right in. in yep yeah and like the whole like if you make um finger or if you make circles with your thumb and your forefinger like the left hand says b and the right hand says d and the b stands for bread so you're supposed to put the bread on the left side and, and the d is for drink so you put your drink on the right side mm -hmm. so like if you're ever wondering what your water is it's the one on your right side because you can make a d with your hand <laughs> <laughs> and it is so idiotic it oh my god super idiotic, but like i mean i gosh i can i i had there was like, I mean, in a past life, I had horseback riding lessons for posture, like whole like finishing school shit, like book on your head with what? posture. I know, I know. How did I not know any of this? I don't talk about it because it's like, it's like kind of like, I don't, I'm not ashamed, but like, it's just kind of like one of those you things. You have this whole new level of relatability to gossip girl now. <laughs> Do actually. Oh my god! <laughs> I kind of do. I kind of do. My high school's like thirty percent Asian, and like no one cared about this. Sorry no one cared this. about this in my high school either. This is like outside stuff. This is like oh, family this is like part of church. This is part of church and like family stuff. That, uh, my, that makes more sense. Yeah, like my high school was like. I mean, it was a good high school, mm -hmm. but I mean, trust me, we were not on that level at all. <laughs> it was a great school, but like more about the books and what's going on in your head, except for what's going around it. So, um. 
Yeah, it was, but this is all through like church and like family stuff and outside stuff, outside of school stuff that I was a part of. But yeah, there's. Whole, it's a whole different level of stuff. Yeah. It just, it's weird, but this episode definitely brought up some of those old oh my feelings. God. Like, oh god, I, I've been there. I've been in those fucking classes. I, I didn't have to, the thing about me not going to the balls. I didn't have to go to dancing classes, which I was really happy about because I had already gone. That would to, like, be the most interesting part of finishing school, the dancing classes. Yeah, I know. But I, I learned was, how to waltz when I was. I was with my friend Katie in London and we went to some like palace and mm-hmm. there was this like, it was a high tea or something. Or? No, it was like, there's one of the palaces, like one of the ones that no one li- lives in. You can go there and like, they have this, it's a historical palace and they have this room where like you go through all these things. Like if there were a debutante's ball, it would be this. And this mm-hmm. is how you do the waltz. And they have like the steps for you. And so I waltz with my friend Katie. Oh, that's awesome. It was really fun. Like I really liked it. Yeah. I, I know how to waltz and stuff like that. And I did that already. But like, again, I was also an awkward 16 year old girl and who still are. Just I mean, I kidding. still am. No, 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 trust me. I still I am. But like the idea of having a boy touch me anywhere was just like, oh my God. And I had a boyfriend at the time who would, oh. was very willing to like go with me to the, the fucking ball. He was actually kind of disappointed when I told him I wasn't going to go. I was like, I don't mind going to the fucking thing. Sound exactly like Serena. And he was like, oh, all right. Because he was a year older than me. And we were we we were in a garage band together. Okay, God, God, this is talking about a lot of stuff. Okay. My personal stuff. But anyway, anyways. Um, so this episode. So Blair is <laughs> I, I really. I was finish, but it's fine. Yeah, it's you were fine. gonna finish. Yeah, it's fine. Do you want to finish? Finish. Uh, all it is, all I was gonna say is that like it was awkward, and I kind of wish I did the the dancing, but um, I can understand why it's an awkward thing because you know being a teenager and having to like deal with all the pressures and all the hormones and the scariness of just being you know exposed on a dance. floor is really really anxiety ridden so um yeah in hindsight i kind of wish i did that but that's okay yeah i i'm i'm fine yeah it's okay <laughs> i've been i've been i've been in society i've been in society and like been ready for marriage for years and we'll we'll be part of the chicago high society someday <laughs> oh yes and nothing has changed i'm still a papa do you want to go to high tea sometime once we have money yes okay we i was go. thinking like once i have an apartment we can I can host an event called Chai Tea, except spell it C H I G H. Wait, no, nope. almost. <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't matter. We'll have Indian snacks. Yes, okay. Anyways, I'm, you're invited. I'm very. Yes. So this episode is about debutante season and cotillion, mm-hmm. and so it's like the first few minutes are about Nate kind of comes back into the whole like. You know, he exists as part of this group of the rest of them instead of like this whole separate Archibald mayonnaise family entity. Yeah, and this kind of like, oh yeah, I'm still a rich boy. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, my parents are like in shambles right now and like there might be like some indictments coming up the pipe, but, but I still it's cool. have my white male privilege. Right, I can still get- I got it. I still got a tux. Yeah. A lock. It's cool. Yeah, so Blair and Nate are like discussing each other with Serena and Chuck like separately. So mm-hmm. um, Blair on Nate, she goes, oh, he's so brutal rooting and tortured right now and i'm gonna go to the cotillion with prince theodore whoever mm-hmm. that is because she wants to be a princess right and she's being interviewed by new york times um a night out with oh yeah which is like their society column so it's very exciting for blair she's like you know raising the ranks in her society on ladder yeah and then nate's talking about blair and he's like kind of crushing on her again he's mm-hmm. like she's less and less blair like she's happy all the time and like doesn't really want to be with me it's kind of the whole like she doesn't want me so i want her more right it's kind of like wanting the thing you can't have yeah she seems you know a little more desirable now everything all right mr archibald oh yes everything's fine it's just my my date she's never late and uh, she likes to have final approval sorry 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 my cappuccino was decaf and i couldn't find my phone took forever to get a cab but you live up the street i wasn't home well everything's taken care of I'll pick you up at five in the car. I got that Laurent Perrier you like. I also thought we'd stop by the Modern afterwards for dessert. Because that's your favorite. Blair. Oh, um, we don't have to go anywhere afterwards. It's fine. Sorry. uh, Who's texting you so much? Serena. Uh, I gotta go back to my house. My mom is supposed to throw this tea for Serena's grandmother and... She had to jet to Paris at the last minute, so it's all on me. Okay, hey, uh, wh- I'll stop by and help you out. All right, I got it. Thanks. Who are you, and what did you do with Blair and Waldorf? Not bad, Archibald. I almost forgot how handsome you are. Spotted. Nate Archibald learning you don't know a good thing till it's gone. 
and found someone else. Yeah. She has like self confidence, which is brought on by Chuck. Chuck. Because Chuck is, you know, you know, she's not all tightly wound anymore. And I think that was probably um, based on her like um, pent up sexual tension that she was having. Yeah. She couldn't release. And now that she's that's over with, now she's like, I can just be carefree and be like bouncy and like, you know, disaffected. And yeah. it's pretty great. And like Chuck's kind of being a dick to Nate because oh, he's yeah. like, he knows that oh, like, he knows. <laughs> I mean, obviously he knows he's part of it that he slept with Blair and he's like still being friends with Nate. And I mean, Nate he's sleeping know. with Blair. Like, it's not even oh, past yeah. time. They're like fucking They're still. together. <laughs> They're here together. Sorta. Yeah. Yeah. And like, he's just being real rude to mm-hmm. Nate. Like, I feel kind of bad for Nate. Like, yeah. I really feel bad for Nate. I, but, like, I, yeah. I feel bad for Nate because, like, he has no idea that, like, his best friend is bobbing his ex trick, his yeah. ex girl. And it's mad fucked up. But, you know. Yeah, man. And yeah. then you have Jenny, who's idolizing the ball, and it's like, it's so romantic, you know? I want to go to Cotillion. I want to go to Cotillion, and of course, she's like 14. She has no idea, and Dan is nervous because he's meeting Serena's grandmother, Cece, for the first time, and he can't even think about Cotillion at this moment because, like, I got, you know, big fish to fry. I'm meeting, like, this woman that, like, Serena is obsessed with. Yeah. It, it's, like, her favorite relative. She loves... Uh, Serena idolizes her grandmother way more than she ever does her mom. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of tension and a lot of pressure in that regard. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, Serena also reveals that she's not presenting and how, you know, she... Uh, told her grandmother at the dance uh, at the dance classes that she is not presenting her grandmother is is that what it's called presenting that's yeah. gross yeah i know that's so gross <laughs> yeah that's what it's called everything like i want to i kind of want to go to a cotillion because i want to wear a fancy dress but it's mm-hmm. also disgusting yeah it's 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 very archaic yeah it's, it's you know it's men you know essentially seeing the women they could you know marry you know when they're ripe oh why would you say that oh that's so gross don't ever describe women as fruit again <laughs> oh oh my god i'm gagging <laughs> yep I mean, that's how it was back in the day man it was like oh that's a nice right one for the fucking yeah pretty much right <laughs> for the fucking and it's horrible it's horrible it's and it's so horrible gross. and that's why that's why it should be about abolished it's not fun it's it's archaic it's disgusting it's the worst it's not great but you know an excuse to wear a fancy dress so why yeah. not so Nate and I oh know sorry Chuck and Blair are like doing it mm-hmm. and then Dorota's like Miss Blair Nate's here and Blair's like I don't know still kind of part of the fantasy that she wants to be with Nate right and because he's still you know while you know Chuck is you know satisfying one part of her he's not satisfying the part where she wants to be you know seen with him yeah like, like she doesn't want to be seen with she Chuck wants an emotional relationship but like not with Chuck and so no. she's not getting that out of their canoodling exactly what are you doing here Nate well I am um, look you know after rehearsal I just uh, I couldn't stop thinking about you I mean the ball something we've talked about doing together since we were like 10 years old and I've given you every reason to hate me. True. Keep going. And the prince, he's, uh, you know, he's a great dancer and all. But is there any chance you'd go with me instead? For old time's sake? Nate. After what you pulled on my birthday, the only thing we should be doing together is moving on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look, I haven't worn a sweater in, like, forever, and I, uh, I just pulled it out today and I found this. It's my pin. I sewed it there so you'd always have my heart on your sleeve. <laughs> I know. You know, I figured you might need it back or something if... No, it was a gift. <laughs> the prince will understand. Maybe we should go to the ball together. As friends. Absolutely. But only as friends. Just friends. So Nate comes in and it's like, you're different. Yeah. I like it. And we should go to the, we, we've been talking about going to the cotillion together forever. Let's just do it as yeah. friends. And it's like, well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like going to cotillion together. As friends. Yeah. As friends. And so, you know. Um, it's fine yeah and blair tells chuck about that chuck's not that uh, he's not happy chuck is in love with blair right of course and he has not actually expressed that i mean he I mean, he has to he hasn't actually full-on admitted that i'm in love with you but mm-hmm. he had but he she knows that he has feelings for her yeah and she's kind of taking advantage of that 
to a certain extent because she's still fucking around with him knowing that like she doesn't have the same feelings for him as he has for her so there's some manipulation there certainly yeah so lily um asks jenny to volunteer for the cotillion because jenny is like watching the dancers and you know getting swept up in like, the yeah, yeah. She's, she's getting all swept up in all the romance of it and not really seeing the, the you know the gross you know pay, um um, patriarchal, you know, undertones of all this shit that's happening. It's really gross. Yeah. She doesn't really see it. She's, she's so fourteen. Like, she's fourteen. She knows who she is. <laughs> she's so self-aware. Yeah. So all she sees is just you know these beautiful girls with these beautiful guys dancing in beautiful clothes and being part of this thing that she still will never really be a part of, even though she goes to school with these kids. So there's you know, there's a lot of witch fulfillment thrusted upon these kids through her in this moment and Lily being Lily sees this opportunity to try to like you know wrinkle her in and try to you know be a nice you know parent get surrogate yeah. to her in this world so she said you want to volunteer lily like she has a heart of gold yeah she i i really like lily for um for a lot of reasons yeah. but um i really like the way that she kind of shepherds jenny in, in this um give her some kind of you know parental advice because her father and her mother really doesn't have any handle what's going on in this world Lily's kind of like a she knows that Jenny wants in and she's like kind of being there for her mm -hmm. which is really nice and everyone else is so rude yeah and Jenny is nervous because Blair and her are on the rocks and have been for a while and Lily's like well you know Blair is the queen of everything yeah. I am so like I you got this boss bitch yeah exactly so um meanwhile Serena and Dan they're chatting with Cece and Cece sees Cece sees <laughs> she sees through all of what's going on with um, Dan and Serena, and she's like, "I'm not having this." Like, yeah, she hates Dan. She hates Dan. She from recognizes S Humphrey. Scene. She yeah. recognizes that name because yeah. that's she knows about Rufus and Lily. Mm -hmm. And she's and so on scene, she's like, like, "Nope, I'm she's not like, having it." I am going to break you guys up. If it's yeah. the last thing I do. Yeah, exactly. Because she's like. Um, Serena is bent for bigger and better things, and you are not part of this. You know. And later on the episode, it gets more and more apparent how much um, Cece can pretty much, she knows what buttons to push, yeah. a way to manipulate people, and she knows human nature well enough. I mean, she's been around, she's seen some things, and she knows exactly what to do to piss people off. So, um, yeah. yeah you so, like, when they're, when they're hanging out, when um, Dan's meeting her, like, she kind of... She like she where are they? Are they at they're, a party they're or no? Like? They're at the well. They when they first meet, they're at the dance classes, and then okay. later on, they're at like a brunch. But um, before then, um, Serena and Grant and uh, Cece have a heart to heart about the um, the ball, and um, Cece also has a relation has a conversation with Lily about like how you know it's important that Serena walks that she is you know it's part of tradition. Mm -hmm. She shouldn't you know. She should not walk. It's it's her birthright to be walking in the cotillion. Her mother is the cheerwoman. Her grandmother is also the cheerwoman. She should not be not walking. Yeah. And again, it's manipulation. Lily. Classic CC. Classic Lily. Yeah, and it's a, and you know you can tell from right from the get go that CC and Lily have a strange relationship, mm -hmm. and it's. You know, they have this really touching moment. Like even like you for a moment, like Lily has shows emotion. Like she's like wiping a tear away. Like they're having a heart to heart, and because of the relationship that Lily has with her mother, she doesn't want to disappoint her mother because mm -hmm. it's so strained. And she's like, "You're walking, Serena. You don't have us. You don't have a say in this. Like you're walking. Yeah. Your grandmother wants this. She only has so much time left on this earth or whatever. We're fulfilling her wishes. So you're walking no matter what you think." And Serena's like, "Yeah, fine, okay, right? Because like it's, it's because." not really that big of a deal it's not yeah. but Serena's like okay because she wants to appease your grandmother because you know she loves her she loves her she worships her she's her biggest fan so um and it's fucked up because you know it's it should be up to Serena if she wants if she's doing it, mm -hmm. it or not and all this manipulation and just like just tell her you want her to do it I feel like if you asked her she would do it yeah not and she, like try to manipulate her right and it was like using all these like you know emotional um, triggers and shit yeah. and it just uh, it made me feel really upset so um yeah you have all that going on and jenny gets pissed off because allison oh my god allison's still here allison's still around um forgot about that <laughs> forgot about yeah. that always so allison is like hey jenny i bought you a pair of used like 
I don't know, Manolo Blahniks or something like that. Yeah, there's like some that. black heels. They're cute. They're like, they're like, um, um, peep toe. Yeah, and they're like, you know, they're used, like she bought it from a consignment store. Yeah, vintage. And yeah, and Jenny's like, these are used. No one at my school would ever buy used shoes. They all shop at Saks and Bendel's. And like, who the fuck would know that they're used? Yeah, and like also you, just, you don't wear one shoe, pair of shoes one time and then throw them away. Right. Like, even and, rich people don't do that. Yeah, exactly. And like, I'm sure like people, like kids have borrowed their mother's clothes. I mean, like that's what they do. Yeah. Like they, I mean, it's still in the family but it's still you know they're not always your shoes and yeah. the fact that she was just so cavalier about all of that was just really shitty yeah but she mean, was she's also, also 14 she's also 14 but still i mean like still have like a heart and jenny was also pissed because she couldn't go to the ball because allison had her got ga- art gallery opening that same, same night. night and jenny's like this isn't fair mom i want to go it's they not fair <laughs> yeah god was so funny oh my god the way like she's so 14 she's so 14. i think she's like actually her age in the show like the one she's probably 10 years younger than everyone else on the mm-hmm. show but yeah and it's really it's really um sad that like uh, allison's really trying to like appease her daughter and trying to you know give her what she can because i mean they're they're on a budget you know they don't have i mean they well, just own their loft in brooklyn like, right i mean i mean yeah they yeah, they own property and stuff like that in New York, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, they're also not rich because that's the fucked up thing about the show is that, like, you have people who are well off and they have people who are, like, fuck you rich. Yeah. Who, like, could own you. And it's like, all right, fine. Like, I mean, they're just unbelievably wealthy. Yeah. And, like, the, the Humphreys are considered poor, even though they're not right, poor. By right. They're well off, the but they're yeah. not wealthy. And there's something different about yeah. that. And so, like you know while they're able to afford this very expensive private school for their their children like all their finances are going into that Mm -hmm. they don't have all this other extra you know disposable income yeah all the uh, the income they're having is to like keep up the property they have and then put their kids through school and they're sacrificing a lot i guess because they can't always afford you know the high-end clothes Mm -hmm. and maybe if they went to public school they probably could but they didn't they chose to like you know give their kids the best constance and saint jude is that right Mm -hmm. saint jude yeah so there is some tension there and um jenny is not really realizing that you know things cost money cost money and it's like it's kind of stupid like i feel like she would know this growing up like that they they you can't afford the things that everyone at the school affords like she knows that i don't know why she got so mad at her mom like this it feels it doesn't feel like like it's a real reaction of what would happen i feel like she would be like oh this is great like you know we don't ever we don't ever buy things and like i don't ever get nice things like thanks mom that's what her reaction i feel like if it were written for her would be instead of like this this fake thing that was clearly a plot device to just set up what happens later right for sure and so there's some tension there and um so dan and um cc um later on i think the next while this is happening no I think it's the next day. There's some time that happens. I can't remember exactly how long the time difference is, but there is a gathering at, um, I believe. I think it, it's the Vanderwoodsons. I think is it is right? the Vanderwoodsons, yeah. Yeah, it's just like a reception for CC or something. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. like, so Carter Bazin yes. shows up again. Yes, Carter, Carter Bazin. Bazin. Oh my God, I was on the train yesterday and I saw this, like, old dude. And I was like, this is exactly who Carter Bazin would grow up to be because he was wearing, like, a suit. And then on top of that, he had one of those ponchos, like, Carter Bazin wore. But what are those things called? Like, those, like, blanket ponchos that he wore and, like, the, oh, yeah, like yeah. the hippie ponchos that white people wear? Oh, that like are the, originally like Native American. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and so like he was wearing that on top of his suit, and I was like, oh my god, Carter Basin. <laughs> that's that's. <laughs> it was weird. That is sad. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Carter Basin shows up, and like I don't know, Blair and everyone's like asking him all these questions, like how was monaco or right wherever you went because right, he was in dubai and he was traveling around yeah. and how like he you know made some trouble and cc was kind of you know um watching on with you know a little bit of you know uh, amusement because he's a young kid who you know who is rich and has wealth and he kind of you know was trying to reject his you know his his parents money his and parents like, money yeah. and his and, and, and inevitable and pretty much was like 
you know, I can't escape this. And so he like succumbed to his wealth. <laughs> like, I'll just, I'll, guess I I'll guess take I my money. To, I guess I have to use the money. I guess I, guess I, I just have to be, so accept weird. the fact that I'm a millionaire. Oh God, I guess I just, oh, I have to sucks. do this. Oh God. I wish someone would give me a million dollars. I would see how hard it is. I know. Oh I was thinking about the other, I was thinking about that, um, like on the way over here, actually. I was like, you know, like thinking about like wealthy people or like people who are just suddenly rich, like celebrities mm-hmm. and like what their credit rating is like, like, you know, just because they have so much money, have they ever built equity or like oh, built yeah. like, you know, credit? Like, you know, they may have like billions, millions and millions of dollars, but like they never had like a real credit card and billion like credit or, you know, know how, what to do with that. Like, I guess yeah. their accountants do with that stuff. But I, I was just thinking about that too. Like, do you think celebrities have mortgages or do you think they just like buy stuff? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Like, do they actually have mortgages? Yeah, or they just pay everything in cash. Right. But they wouldn't really need it. So like, they would have no purpose of really having yeah. credit they cards. They don't need credit either. They don't need so. credit. And I feel like at some point, those kind of people people have like if they have a credit they'll have like an annex like um um annex mx card those black um <laughs> american express cards like people who spend like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year minimum uh-huh. are eligible for those Do you cards know what? this is this is also sort of related so i work um in credit card processing and i use the the word amex a lot and i'm like do you have an amex card and people are like no i have an american express and i'm like how hidey-toity hoity-toity are you that you can't say amex you have to say american, american express. express oh god like, go fuck yourself yeah um yeah so Carter Bazin is there and he's wearing a suit yeah. and Dan is feeling a little bit uncomfortable because there's all these conversations that are happening around him that he can't contribute to. Yeah. Cause he's like not, he's wealthy. never, he's never really traveled. He hasn't really done much outside of New York city and CC is observant of this. And so when Dan goes up to get some food, CC follows and says that feeling you're feeling right now, it never goes away. It never goes away. And it's like, Oh shit. Like she, I mean, like she's calling it like exactly. Yeah, Cause she's like she's not like, wrong. She's but also put Dan in this situation. She's like oh, manufactured yeah. that feeling. Oh, for absolutely. Him. Totally. And it's hell and it's manipulative. She is the puppet master and she is just playing all the right, yeah the right strains fucking the right strains to fuck him up and dan's you know like you know what and instead of like it's reverse psychology psychology, and he's just like okay you want me to not be this part i'm just gonna do this more i'm just fucking more and so he goes out and gets a suit and And he's like serena i'm gonna go to the cotillion with you right and her and since he's like oh fuck this shit and then um yeah so she's so there's like she's pissed obviously yeah um and then you have a flashback not flashback but you flash over to jenny and her terrible dress we'll oh talk my about God. that later we'll talk about that later yeah but ugh, terrible dress um blair's dress has a oh anyway there's some stuff going on there but we go to the cotillion um before then though there's a conversation with rufus and lily that I'm forgetting about. Is it Rufus and Lily? I well, don't, well, Rufus I don't think and it was Rufus and Lily. It was Rufus and Cece. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, so right. Cece goes to the gallery yes, and she talks to right. Rufus. And, like, this is escalation of what she tried to do the, to Dan. And she goes, I will buy every painting you have in this gallery if you can convince your son not to go to Cotillion with my granddaughter. And Rufus is like, well, since you want that to happen, I'm going to tell him to go even more. Right, because it's because it, it echoes for certain things that have happened to Lily and Rufus's relationship when they were young. Yeah, and like Cece tried to stop that too mm-hmm. because Cece is manipulative. And person. she did, she did. Yeah. She um, you later learn is that Cece threatened Lily her trust fund. Oh my god. I guess that's the bad thing about money. Once you have it, you can't bear to lose it. Yeah, so you exactly. Exactly. You make you make shitty decisions. Yeah. And you fuck people over because money, man. And Loki, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I, mean, I'd keep the money over Rufus Humphrey. I mean, I, I'm like, come on. I can buy another Humphrey, a Rufus Humphrey. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I can buy another Rufus Humphrey. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Money don't go yeah. on trees. Rufus is dead. Yeah. And so, like, so Jenny told, earlier in this episode, Jenny told her mom that she was going to go to... Or she saw no. Oh, Lily and Jenny and Jenny were out shopping after the whole like blow up with Jenny and her mom, and Jenny's mom had decided like, oh, you know what? My daughter was sad about this. I'm gonna go buy her actual like new shoes, and mm-hmm. she sees Lily and Jenny out. Yeah, and it's heartbreaking. Yeah, and Lily is like, oh, thank you, Allison, for letting Jenny come to Cotillion, and <sighs> Jenny hadn't told her mom that she was and going to Cotillion. So heartbreaking because you see, you see Allison trying, even though she's probably spending like a lot of fucking money on these yeah. shoes to appease her 14 year old daughter oh which God. right there is something you should never do you should never fucking do you're you're playing you're placating to like you know you're making you're making these decisions that your daughter is doing you're making it seem as if it's 
the right thing to do mm-hmm. like yeah you know if you just throw a fit and <laughs> you know you'll get your way you get your way and it's like no that's not how the world works if she can't get shoes make her get a fucking job and get some shoes yeah or like i don't know not get her shoes and let her just like fucking have the shoes that she has that are good they don't have fucking holes in them like i mean it's fine you got her shoes and no one's her. gonna tell they're new it's fine make her keep them yeah like let her it's fucking idiotic. you know earn some goddamn character not just go you know fucking treat her like all the upper east side and whatever whim she wants fuck that shit so like i yeah so that's like weird yeah and so allison grounds jenny for or like so yeah so jenny goes home and she's basically immediately grounded because she because her mom found out that she was going to go to cotillion instead of yeah instead of going to her gallery and then later on when dan's like i'm gonna go to cotillion instead of going to the gallery they don't ground him because double standards double standards and it's like oh but he's proving a point because he shouldn't be able to bone anybody he wants to and it's like but i want to go to the ball yeah because her reason was she wants to go to the ball and his reason was i want to go to the ball because his, his he's proving a point yeah. and it's, about, it's more it's about idiotic. principle than you know actual perception and bullshit like no fuck you like you're you know because he's a dude uh, oh, stop it rufus so, stop yeah. it and like rufus like we're gonna we're gonna prove her wrong yeah it's like oh god god dick anyway so back at the serena ranch yes back at the ranch yeah so serena is talking to dan and dan leads off this conversation with i don't think your grandmother is who you think she is not not your grandmother tried to buy me off right and not date you he starts off with, I don't think your grandmother th- is who you think she is. Which like, is a terrible shut way. Shut up, Dan. Why do you have to talk like that all the time? Well, it's a terrible way to like start any conversation, number it's one. It's so annoying. And you know how she feels about her. So all re- obviously, you're setting yourself, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. You're not going to win this, this conversation. You're not going to win this argument at all. Because you're already like, basically you told her, she's dumb. Yeah. That's how you're saying like, oh, whatever you think is wrong. You're, bas- you're basically mansplaining your girlfriend right now. Yeah, exactly. And it's horrible. Just you know, like, just, uh, just you're, don't always be a writer. Right. Just be honest. Just say what you feel, dude. Don't say what you think you should be saying in the situation. Say what actually is happening. It's so annoying. Ugh. Oh so God. that happens obviously serena reacts accordingly yeah with inappropriately it's like um, stop it i love her don't be an idiot don't be don't be you know don't insult my grandmother yeah you know so then, yeah so he's already like lost that argument so serena doesn't want to go with him anymore she goes to Carter basin yeah and carter and so then like there's the whole thing with nate being like is blair dating someone else oh yeah and he asked Chuck that, and Chuck's like, "I'll go check it out." And then he takes a picture of Carter, and and implies, it seem like, yeah, yeah, implies that Carter and, and Blair are dating. Yeah, that's a weird. This like sub, this Blair subplot is like really hard to follow. I feel like it doesn't go well with this episode. It really doesn't. But like, it's essentially that um, Chuck is in love with Blair. He doesn't want her to be with Nate, and so he's trying to sabotage Nate and um blair being together at the ball and so blair would um be dumped by nate mm-hmm. and um blair will go into his running arms yeah. into chuck's running ar- into chuck's arms. arms and um doesn't work out that way want want chuck because you know the best laid plans yeah what was it that blair said she said um i know that look in your eyes it means that everything in your plan is falling into place yep yeah because she knows him she knows him really well because before all this happened they were really um really close friends and um they you know it was inevitable they would probably hook up at some point but and also um it's one of those show it's one of those moves like i mean like we said back in um victor victrola it was one of those moments in the show that kind of branched out from the book series but um in the book series they weren't that close so in the in the television series it, it seemed kind of inevitable that we'd hook up because yeah, you know they're just who they are like right and they just have such a close relationship well like the, the the whole thing about the book series is like you don't expect anyone to date ever anyone because mm. they don't have like they don't have personalities they don't they're very vapid they're yeah. just kind of they're they're literally archetypes who just happen to hang out together yeah and like the way that the characters described are like they don't do anything by their own volition it's like you have dan and his his thing is he writes poems about Serena mm-hmm. and he's in love with Serena and that is his defining characteristic. Yeah. And it's weird. And it's just like, and then Serena is like flighty and that's her characteristic. Yeah, exactly. And like she, it's, I don't know. It's just and Blair is tightly wound and that's her characteristic. Yeah. It's like, there's, there's no character development and there's mm-hmm. just like no, there's no reason that characters 
We'll do anything that yeah. we actually do. Yeah. Except for that's what it's on the page. Exactly. So exactly. Um, yeah. It's just because they're written that way. Right. So it's it's definitely it's such it's so interesting to see these characters into you know thought into being and actually playing across the television screen and seeing them actually have character development because yeah. it wasn't it was lacking so much <laughs> in the book series, but um, yeah, Nate and Blair. They are together and having a good time and trying to actually enjoy themselves at the ball. At yeah. the ball. And Nate's like suspicious of Carter this entire time. Mm-hmm. And he's like giving like, you know, really, you know, steely looks. When they're dancing together. Yeah. It's, and it's so cute. It's so cute because like, she's mine. Like, she's oh, my Nate, girlfriend. And at this, so right. And at, the, and at this moment, you know, like Blair and Nate aren't together. They're, yeah. they're together as friends and he's like hella jealous and they're like fighting over each other. And it kind of looks like when Nate actually does fight with Carter that Nate is fighting Carter over Serena because Carter is Serena's date. Yeah. So I remember when I first saw this episode, I definitely thought that maybe Blair would think that. Oh yeah, that's true. I didn't think that. She didn't think that. She was but just she like, didn't. what are you doing? Well, she's like, what are you doing? You're embarrassing me, blah, blah, blah. And I don't think she would have known. I think she would have actually thought about the Nate with Serena thing, but she saw Chuck. And that yeah. changed her mind. And she, she was, was like, like, I know that look on your face. I know this look. And it, um, and she was like, fuck, are you serious? Everyone got played by Chuck. Yeah. And she was like, I'm not going. Fuck this. This is, you're gross. You're disgusting. I'm done with you. We're over. And you can like see, like, it was like, you could pinpoint the moment where Chuck's heart breaks. He's like, <laughs> no, but you're, but you're mine. It's very, it's very Phantom of the Opera. Oh it's like, you God. can't sing for anybody but me. It's very weird. Yeah. So, um. Meanwhile, in Serena Land. Yeah. So, when they are being debuted, mm-hmm. th- like, what happens is they say their name, the son or da- or the daughter of so-and-so, and then a description of what they want to do in the future. And oh, it's right, like exactly. Blair. An in index card. Yeah. It's like Blair, daughter of, um, um, Eleanor and Harold mm-hmm. wants to go to Yale and donate all her money to like some charity, right? And like, and she's excited to be class of t- um, class twenty thirteen in Yale, which is like crazy that they're yeah. class twenty thirteen anyway. Um, and then Serena's said something that she goes, she's like, I didn't write this, and mm-hmm. so she changes it yep. to the most amazing thing. Well, no, he does, and she doesn't change. Well, she it's changed, but it's changed by Carter Basin. Oh, I thought she changed it. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Carter so. changes it because he's like, give it to me. I'll change oh, it. Oh, good job, Carter. He and did Carter. It good. Yeah, Carter. Yeah. He, Redeeming uh, quality. Yes. Yeah. So, like, it, it said something like she wants to join Junior League or something. And, like, right. And, like, ladies who lunch. And have, like, and have, like, and have, like two children or something yeah. like that. And, and Blair's like, such trying to be like me. God. Yeah. And Serena's like, I didn't write this. And Carter's like, give it to me. I'll take care of it. And he's saying like, <laughs> and she can't wait to nail every rich, uh, rich. No. Serena Vanderwoodson oh, yeah. hopes to bet as many millionaires. Oh my. <laughs> Not millionaires, she can't. <laughs> so great. Oh my God. That line's just so good. It's it, like, so good. And Cece's face is like, well, she's like shaking. Yeah. And she's like, I yeah. can't believe this. I'm scandalized. And this whole time, like Serena thought that her mom, like kind of was manipulating her into doing mm. this, but it was actually Cece this entire exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah, so that's like some displaced anger, misplaced anger, misplaced, misplaced anger. anger. And I think also too, it's just um, a reason for another reason for Serena to yell at her mother. They always ha- they've had you know it's contentious relationship, very similar to Cece and Lily's relationship. Mm-hmm. They have a similar relationship, Cece and sorry, sorry, um, Serena and Lily. Yeah, which is interesting that like Serena is so close with her mother and her grandmother. Yeah, because like they have it's just a. It's very similar thing, but it's, I guess she treats her differently yeah. than she treats Lily. For sure. And, um, Dan shows up while this is going on and tries to persuade Serena to like, you know, apologize and tell her what's going on exactly. And yeah. Um, Rufus, not Rufus, she says Lily. She talks <laughs> to, um, talks to Serena about what's going on as well. And she says like, this is your grandmother you know you go out you have fun enjoy your enjoy your life enjoy being a teenager and have fun with your boyfriend and you're allowed to be with him i'm not going to stop you exactly because that's what cc did to lily mm-hmm. and she you know and there's this beautiful moment where like serena and dan are like you know walking up the staircase and dan picks her up and they're just being 16 adorable years 16 year olds are and so just, cute and like she you know, is in her beautiful gown and serena and lily sees what could have been with her and Rufus, oh. and it's so it's so sweet and so Rufus, no, but um, she calls Rufus. Lily calls Rufus and just like, hey, you know, 
I'm sorry about all that shit. And Rufus is like, what the, like, you know, he understands what happened with them. You know, it's like, yeah. Is that why we broke up? Because your mother got involved? And she's like, yeah. Like, yeah. She, she just tries to buy everyone off. Who that's she what she does. Dating her, the women in her family. Exactly. She wants, it's, it's whatever CC wants. And she's like, we can't let her, you know, manipulate everything in your life. What we could have been something. So there's, there is some now understanding from all that, you know, mm-hmm. muckiness that happened so many years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, see, we find out that CC called Carter last week so that she, he would go yeah, to the ball with Serena. And that's why Serena was, was pissed to, off. Yeah. And she was going to break up Serena and Dan. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> boat so bad yeah but like serena was like i wasn't going to the the ball last week yeah. so like she knew like oh shit my gr- oh, dan was right she manipulated me and she manipulated me she didn't believe dan she was manipulating everybody around her she's a puppet master yeah so um it's it's uh interesting bentley and dan and serena they're off doing their thing and then one of my favorite moments in the entire series happens at the end of this episode um <sighs> Damn, Blair, no, Jesus, um, Chuck is looking for Blair. And oh my God, this is the best thing that happens in the entire series it's ever. The, it's so good. It's so subtle. I'm so sad that this is on a podcast because I, I want everyone in we'll my life. GIF. But we will find it and we'll post it in the show notes, but it's, holy God, it's so good. So, so good. So okay. Chuck is looking for Blair and Blair and Nate are canoodling. They're making out. They are reunited and Blair's like it was so hot the way you like punch Carter Basin and Nate's like yeah and they're like making out and Chuck has watched them like recons- uh, watching these two reconnect Yeah. and Nate sees oh Chuck looking at him and it gives a what's up bro like in head slow knock. motion it's slow motion and, and like with a wink and it's just it's like so creepy it's so I love creepy it. and perfect and it's just like this is what the show is this, this sums <gasps> oh up the entire God. series in my eyes and it's just like this is the best i like i think when we watch this episode we watch, we played it like three or four yeah, times it was it's so, so funny so funny and oh my god just so great so good i love it so good so, so good that's the episode um um of course we're after this um nate and oh um, we Blair. forgot about the last part of this episode oh yeah chuck this episode ends on chuck being getting into a car about to take a trip somewhere oh yeah with like with like a, with like a bag yeah. and while this is happening He's they cross leaving. it with um the first time that nate and blair make love ew which is don't gross. say that okay when they hook up when they, <laughs> when they when they go to pound town ew okay bone city <laughs> They go to Bone City. <laughs> Population two. Bone City. <laughs> but yeah, they go to Pound Town and it's um it's fun and that is the episode. Yeah, that's that's a great episode. It's any, so fun. Um any stray observations? Um let's talk about fashion oh, first. Fashion. fashion. Okay, so one of my when I think about Serena as far as like her a character, honestly it's probably this dress. It is a great dress. It's such a great dress. Um, I love everything about it. It's gold. It's, it's got like it's it's kind of it's fitted. It's fitted throughout up. her until her thighs. Her thighs, and then it kind of goes into like a mermaid. It's like it's a mermaid, but it's got like um, it's tufted almost, mm-hmm. or like yeah, it's gathered. It's kind it of nice like how bustles look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's gathered in specific places, and like it looks kind of like the bustle, but like there's like a ton of gathers, and it's just mm-hmm. gold and beautiful. Yeah, it has like a rainfall. Like, so on good. rainfall train it's yeah. gorgeous and her hair is in a beautiful um ponytail she looks like it's it's serena that i envisioned in the books it's yeah. kind of like when Glamorous i think of serena it's that like, it's that look yeah it's, it's queen essential so serena. serena so serena um i liked blair's dress except for the fact that it had this weird bow on the, the shoulder dress? it was like a white dress and it had like kind of like a shimmer to it but it um but it was one of the one shoulder dresses oh, and it had a massive yeah. bow on it it kind of reminded me of um, um charlie theron's oh. dress she had a few years ago at the red carpet um oscars it was a big red bow are like dress. one shoulder things are still sort of in i think they need to stop existing i'm not a fan I they're, never they're a fan so asymmetrical it's so 
upsetting. It's not cute. Oh my god. It only works for like a certain amount of people. No, it doesn't. It oh. works for no one. Okay, valid. <laughs> um, but I'm not really a fan of that so much. Um, I really like Nate's suit, the gray suit. I thought it was really nice and really worked for him. I hated Jenny's dress. Oh so god, Jenny, okay, Jenny's so Jenny dress. later on this season is like painted out to be this fashion phenom, and like her outfits have been the worst so far. <laughs> and so this episode, she's wearing like this this baby doll empire waist dress it's like baby pink and tulle and strapless and it is exactly how i just described it and it's <laughs> simple and boring and it is the worst and it's that's what she cute. decides she wants to wear to cotillion yeah i'm not a fan of that at all um it's not okay <laughs> you can't wear that to cotillion um also dance suit Ugh. I don't even remember that much, but I remember not it's, liking it. It's, it's forgettable. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Dan doesn't look good when he's wearing fancy clothes. Yeah. Um, also, there is something that I forgot to mention in the episode that Cece, she um, is taking a lot of pain pill, um, taking a lot of um, prescription drugs, and she obviously has an alcoholism problem. She's like shaking and drinking gin. So that's something that w- it, oh, yeah. that is not, um, it's important for later on in the series, but definitely something to take of note. Um I probably should have had that in straight observations, but that's fine. Um, we can do straight observations now. Yeah, we can do straight observations now. Oh, um, was wearing low tech, um, low tech, new tech, um, low tech, old tech. Uh, she got the name of that section right of the yeah. <laughs> of our show. Old tech, low tech. Yeah, old tech, low tech. Yeah. That's it. I don't, I don't think there were any. There's old nothing tech, low here techs. for that. There, um, like, they, they haven't even been talking about Gossip Girl on the show that much either. No, they haven't. Which is, I mean, I think that's probably a good thing. Yeah. I think that like it should, the whole yeah. I think that like uh, in later seasons they definitely get really heavy handed with Gossip yeah, Girl, but like weird. in this early in this early shows, I think they just need to establish. It's kind of like Gossip Girl is like you know the National Enquirer, and these kids sure. just don't care exactly. And it should be like you know in the background, she should be like some anonymous thing just happens to be lurking and yeah. watching, but they haven't really relied too much on um, Gossip Girl too much. Um. What else? I I really thought that Carter Basin cleans up really well. Yeah. Agreed. Holler, holler to um, to Carter Basin. We'll do. Sebastian Stan. We'll do. And at this point of the series in real life, um, Sebastian and um, Lisa, Lady Meester were a couple. Oh. Yep. Oh, and now she's married to Adam Brody. Yeah, actually, that, that I think what that was her. Oh. I think because her and Sebastian were together for a long time. Really? Like, and I, I think at least two or three years. Oh. And then um, after they broke up, her and and um, Adam were oh, together. Wow. Like, I think, yeah, I think she might have dated one other person between them, but like, I I think she was with. I know she was with Sebastian at least two seasons. Okay. But yeah, it's just interesting seeing them together um, mingling throughout the because I think it's the first time you really see her and carter together yeah in the same shot because they were talking about um traveling to dubai mm, so um, weird. more fashion stuff i really liked cc like her, her her little like fancy like so when when uh, rich women get older they wear the same thing every day mm-hmm. and it's like a fitted skirt pencil skirt and it stops above the knees it's usually some like weird furniture fabric material <laughs> and the, the top is like it, it's like a cardigan but made of furniture material <laughs> and there's always a brooch a, a power brooch yeah. power brooch power it's brooch. amazing they're always amazing yes so i need um, to get one of those outfits <laughs> i'm into it i had i had the option to get one of those outfits but the skirt didn't fit me and i was like oh, no that's so sad. it was so, so sad sorry i could have been cc i'm sorry it's fine um what else um music music yeah I there was oh uh that the band that was playing at cotillion the, oh yeah um you can keep a secret if one of them is dead. Right. Fuck. I forgot. I forgot the name. Of, I'm sorry. This is badly researched. I should know this. I. I'm Have gonna a secret. Can you keep, keep it? it? Yeah, it was a theme song for um, Pretty Little Liars. Oh my god. Yep. Um, I'm gonna look that up real quick. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Okay. That song's weird. That's the only thing that I remember from that episode. Yeah, so that's like the big thing is that they have like a band, the Pierces, are playing the song The Secret. So I think that was the only real significant music part of the episode, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah. One of the episode. Oh, um, Street Observations. Okay. So when Nate shows up at Blair's house to win her heart back when she's about to fuck Chuck. <laughs> God, God. You. I'm sorry. He's You're wearing fine. the sweater that she gave she gave him, <laughs> oh and she God, yeah. 
she had so this is like the cutest thing ever i love this and, it's, I and it's actually this. a book and it's also a yeah. book thing too a book detail that i'm yeah, happy they brought so back. she stitched a little like golden heart Lock bead it. yeah it's yeah. like a little it's like a little little gold charm yeah to this to his sleeve so he'd always have her heart on his sleeve and yeah. like that's so cute it's so cute i and love that yeah but also i don't see um i think you actually said this you don't visualize blair sewing anything no i like <laughs> she probably made duro to sew it can you sew this on my thing thanks yeah sew this on nate's sweater thanks yeah, I liked his sweater. It was like a green, like mm-hmm. loose, loose knit. I don't know. Like there's like this, like chunky knit type sweater. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. They're really popular right now. But yeah, too. but that's exactly right from that's pulled right out of the book because yeah. in the book series he had the green sweater and she yeah. tied it and she um sewed the um heart in his sleeve. So I really like that detail. She wears her heart on her sleeve. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's great. Cool. I love it. Share. Uh, oh so Cece is talking to Serena after Serena defies her and like says the millionaire betting comment and her comment is a woman has to earn the right to create her own rules I'm like no Cece that is a bad thing to teach people that are young don't say things like that yeah that's setting yourself up for some shit yeah um anything else um yeah, um, I'm still mad at Allison. Allison st- grounded Jenny for doing this stuff, but like, you know what? She's 14 years old. You left her, and she like didn't really do anything wrong. Like, why do you expect your daughter to go to your thing if you weren't there for her? Yeah, I can I can see some stuff there, and I also just think that like, you know, she's not she's grounding her for the wrong reason. Yeah, I think it's like she's trying to make sure that she's not trying to be too much of her friend and being more of a mom but like you don't need to ground her for this right but then also like you also were kind of um perpetuating her behavior when you're going to like the the store and buying her really expensive expensive shoes even though you already bought her some fine shoes already and you know you're just kind of placating you're you're placating into her going uh, against you and defying you i mean you gotta like i don't know there's some issues there that needs to be resolved and um, they will be resolved in the coming weeks. But um, yeah, there is some tension that um, is not great. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, how do you feel about this episode? Why do you want to rank it? Um, I want to give this an eight. I really liked it. It was really fun. I felt like like the, the subplot, I think it was good. It had like a good major plot, had a good subplot and no bad C plots like mm-hmm. they've been doing with the Archibalds. Um, I liked it a lot because there weren't anything going on with the Archibalds. Mayonnaise Boy actually was kind of good in this episode. Yes. Um, even though he was just being manipulated. Yeah, but. I'm giving it a nine solely because of that last scene. Like that last scene with like the headbutt was up, bruh. Oh my god! Escalates it to a whole point up because so good. it's the defining moment of the series, as far as I'm concerned. It's so fucking amazing. It's just like ah, the slow mo. Oh my god, I love that part so much. It's so, up, bro. So sub, bruh. Uh, yeah, I'm that like that got the nail this thing, like the um chuck bass loses something no one knew he had his heart it's like just that's such a good line good job writers good job writers good job um Kristen bell for delivering it so yeah. eloquently Kristen bell Kristen bell oh my god shout out to Kristen bell Frozen. yeah you know what Kristen bell doesn't get any credit for being in the show which really sucks i know she doesn't get it and yeah she doesn't except for like you know she's in the well, she's Got Veronica Mars. Yeah, she's in Veronica Mars, and she's in she's in uh, When in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Saved it. <laughs> yeah. So Kristen Bell, like, she narrates this, but like, she's not credited as, as narrating, which mm-hmm. is weird because she's like in every single episode. She is, and she's such an integral part of the show. Yeah. Because for such a long time, she is the face of Gossip Girl. Yeah. Or at least the voice of it, at least. And like, that's huge. Huge. So um, speculations on who Gossip Girl is. Oh, we haven't done that. We didn't do that yeah, last episode, but we're definitely with this episode. Um, I will have to say Nate. Really? No, no, not. I take that back. Carter. Carter. I yeah. think Carter is Gossip Girl this episode. I feel like that too. Because he knows a lot of shit, and he was kind of holding Somehow. back. Somehow, yeah, I kind of felt like he was holding back. Like he was coming back, and like he, like he let slip that thing about um, you know, um, Cece knowing about um. Um, asking him about 
going to be um, Serena's yeah. escort a week before. He knows stuff. He knows stuff. And like he's having conversations with Cece. Like why was he having conversations with Cece? Why the fuck are you talking to Serena's grandma? Like you're not friends. Carter, right. you're gossip girl. You're totally gossip girl. So I think Carter Basin and like also he's been he's been mysteriously away mysterious. in Dubai. That's he's not even a real place. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm kidding. It is. <laughs> it totally is. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, where has he been? He's totally been, like, at some computer and some, like, you know, cafe off Lafayette. And it totally has been, you know. Wearing that weird poncho that white yeah, people exactly, are Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And he's incognito because no one's going to find him in fucking, like, you know, Union Square <laughs> hanging out at, like, you know, the fucking Whole Foods. No one's going to be hanging out there using the free <laughs> Wi-Fi. He's doing that as Gossip Girl, Avi. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Yeah, that's just definitely Carter. Love that. <laughs> yep. So. All right. Well, that was a great episode. Thanks Such for listening. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. We appreciate your listenership. And you can follow us on Twitter at Gossip, Gossip Girls Pod. Um, you can go and um, follow us on our RSS feed or follow or subscribe to our web, uh, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. You can go to our website at gossipgirls.simplecast. Yeah, gossipgirls.simplecast.fm. Thanks to Cards Against Humanity for letting us record in their space. Thanks Thank you, guys. To, thanks to Cher for being an amazing co-host and producer. Thank you, Subi, so much <laughs> for like being an amazing co-host and being... Obsessed the, with Gossip Girl. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for being the Blair in my life. Oh, my God. I get to be Blair? Yes. Oh, yeah, you are definitely Serena. I'm Serena. Yeah, we determined that. That's okay. Thanks to Cher for not going to Cotillion. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. I could have been a real, a real bitch. Oh my god, you would have been a real debutante. You I would. Like, you know what would happen? You would be like on your third divorce. <laughs> oh my god, I would. At Twenty-seven. Oh man, that sounds awesome. Actually, I probably would have like been a starter wife, but then also been like a side wife, and then my third marriage. That's that would I, last like ten years. At exactly. Least. I feel like that. I honestly feel that like that's gonna be my real life though. <laughs> so I'm gonna have like be a starter wife, and then be like a second wife who's like you know the side chick that like has to marry. Wait to meet my fifth husband me too <laughs> i think that's where i'm gonna find my true love oh my god just like so Gloria, just like Gloria vanderbilt <laughs> <laughs> all right so this is the end of the episode thanks so much guys i hope you tune in next week where we talk about episode 11 that's good stuff ahead and we are actually past the halfway point of season one. Oh my god crazy it's crazy so there are some really really awesome episodes ahead next episode actually is one of my favorites so see you next week until next time you know you love us xoxo gossip girls you know what we the last two episodes we did that on time together without any cues we're getting really good at this i know oh my god it's great we're the best